Blog Talk Radio. Building the nation with the word of the Lord. Teaching the people the love of God. Kingdom.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you. Is that your cry tonight? I surrender all. Have you told God that your heart belongs to him? That is the theme for tonight. I just decreeing and dedicating all that we are and all that God has called us to be to him, to surrender all, just to surrender all. Well, good evening. Hallelujah. What an awesome chance and an opportunity to meet with you again. It has been a while. And, uh, boy, God has really been on the move. He has really, really been on the move. But we are back to prayer, praise, and the word of God. Hallelujah. I am your host, Elder Coilette James. I am so grateful to meet up with you again, as I just said, to get this ministry back flowing, just to, to meet with you, to give gratitude and love and adoration unto God. What an awesome, awesome thing that is. God is such a faithful God. He has proven himself time and 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 time again in my life. And I know that he is not a respecter of persons. So if he has done it in my life, he has also done it in your life and is yet proven himself to be awesome and mighty. So tonight we just want to come and join in with you and give him grace and give him glory and just hallelujah, ah, just to worship, just to worship, just to worship, hallelujah. That's where our heart is tonight. I pray that you can join in with me and giving him all the praise and all the glory and all the honor that he so richly deserves. He really does. You know, we are in living a society where we're so prone to self-adoration and everybody's trying to do self-motivation and self-this and self-that. But you know what? It is all about him. It is all about him. It is not about self at all because self would not exist if it was not for him. He created self. He created you. So it is really it's all about him and, and learning and tapping into and figuring out what is your purpose? Why were you created? He had purpose and destiny in mind when he created you. You are not a mistake. Let me clarify that. If any of you have bought into some lie that somebody down the road told you that you were an accident, you were a mistake, you shouldn't be here, and yada, 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 you can flat-footed tell them the devil is a liar. God created you for purpose and for destiny. God had greatness in mind when he spoke you into existence. Yes, the Almighty, the Father, the Lord, the King, he had greatness in mind when he created you. And guess what? He has not changed his mind. Greatness is still his preeminence in your life. Hallelujah. Again, as I said, we're going to just kind of give praise and worship and adoration tonight. And I just, you know, I'm just feeling that, that flow, just to, just to worship, just to join in, and just to say 
thank you. I'm going to share a testimony in a little bit with you on why I'm feeling such a praise in my spirit, but I always have a praise in my spirit because God is always yet faithful. But he has has just really mm, stood up and showed out. But anyway, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but let's just continue into that that vein of praise and worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't he awesome? He is awesome in this place right now. Right now, Almighty God is awesome in this place. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor wherever you may be right this moment. Lift up your hands in adoration unto him. Lift up your heart in thanksgiving unto him. Know ye that the Lord God Almighty, the great and powerful, is your Father. He is your God, and he loves you. That alone is 
is enough to give him praise for. That alone is enough to take you into a whole other mindset. It's enough for you to just cast aside every care, every thought. Ah, hallelujah, that would keep you in a downward spiral. That alone is enough to say, you know what, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to shake myself, and I'm going to give God the praise. I'm going to give God the glory. I'm going to give God. Do it now. Do it now. Stand up. Lift your hands up and say, Almighty God, I love you. Almighty God, I worship you. Almighty God, you are worthy of the praise. You are worthy of the glory. You are worthy of the honor. Hallelujah. Hi, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We invite you, oh, Lord God, to sup with us on tonight. We invite you, oh, Lord God, hallelujah, to spend this time with us. You are invited into our hearts. You are invited into our thoughts. You are invited into our lives. We give you praise. I want to hear your testimonies tonight. I want to hear about the goodness of God in your life. I know I am not the only one that has a praise in their heart on tonight. I know I am not the only one that God has proven himself to be almighty in. So call me. Call me right now, 347-884-9977. Call me. Call into the studio and give your testimony to the glory of God, to his goodness, 347-884-9977. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your testimony. I want, hallelujah, I want to hear what God is doing in your life. See, it's not just about me, hallelujah. It's about his glory. It's about shouting from the mountaintop. It's about shouting from the rafters. It's about letting the world know that we serve a great and a mighty God. It's about knowing in our knower the goodness of God. It's about knowing that no matter what we come up against, no matter what comes up against us, that we yet have a praise in our heart. We yet, hallelujah, have a praise in our spirit. We yet, hallelujah, can say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I know you to be true. Lord, I know you to be real in my life. Hallelujah. That's what I want to do tonight. I want to give the enemy a black eye for all that he has thought he has reaped in your life, for all that he has thought he has stopped in your life. Give him a black eye on tonight by saying, you know what, I don't care what you thought you did, nothing compares to the goodness of God in my life. Nothing that you can do can take away from what God has for me. And I will not, I will not give you any glory. I will not give you any praise. I will not give you any room in my life. God is a good God. God is an all-powerful God. God is almighty God. And God is on the throne in my life. That's what we do. When we give praise, glory, and honor to God, when we give adoration unto the Lord, hallelujah, that's what we do. 
We say, devil, you are a liar. All that you thought you were able to do against me and to me, you are a liar because I belong to God, and God is yet working it out to his glory and for my good. Hallelujah. Yes, sometimes you just have to stop and say, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to praise you in spite of, Lord God. I'm going to praise you anyway. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just have to do that. Sometimes we just have to say, you know what? I'm going to take a moment out. I'm going to take this praise break, and I am going to give God the glory. Hallelujah. Because he deserves the praise. Ah, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. We're going to continue on in our praise and our worship and our adoration, and we're going to give ourselves to God on tonight. We're going to decree and declare above all else that he is yet Lord in our lives. Hallelujah. Above all else, above all else.
you know, when you get to that place, when you can say above all else, give me yourself, it, it, it's that shift that happens in the spirit realm. When you get to that place that you're not just going to God for things, you're not just going to God with your wish list, but you're going to God because you love him, you're going to God because you desire him. That's the shift in the spirit. That is when God can step into your life and do incredible things because he's not worried anymore about you choosing things over him. We all have gone through different seasons in our lives where things were the most important thing to us, where our our desire was what we could accomplish in ourselves. Our desire was the riches of this world. Our desire desires was above all else, houses and land and clothes and cars and all of these different things. God is a God of love. Let me put it that way. God is a God of love, and in his love, he has been gracious enough to provide these things for us. But make no mistake about it, the greatest gift, the greatest accomplishment is not in the things we acquire, but the greatest gift and the greatest accomplishment is in our relationship with the Lord. We need to get to that place where we do that shift in the spirit where it's, Lord, it's not about what I can get from you. It's about me getting to you. It is about me getting before you. It is about me getting into that place in you where that cornonia happens, where that intimacy happens, where that oneness takes place. Remember what Christ prayed in the 17th chapter of John, that we would be one with he and the Father just as he and the Father were one. That's that place that we should all be striving to attain to where we do the shift in our spirit, we do the shift in our heart, we do the shift in our mind, and it's not always about give me, give me, give me things, but it's about give me, give me, give me you. Above all else, Lord, I desire you. Above all else, my desire is to please you. Above all else, my desire is to be used of you. Above all else. My desire is your presence above all else. I have a, a dear daughter in the spirit, and her her cry out to God has always been for a family, for that natural thing. But I, I believe and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, once it gets into her spirit that, Lord, it's all about you then all these other things will fall in place. I have friends that are are climbing the corporate ladder and their thought and their desire is, God, if you could just bless me with this promotion, if you could just bless me to get to that place, if you could just bless me to accomplish this, that, and the other. And they don't realize that the greatest blessing is, Lord, if you could just bless me with you. Lord, if you could just get me to that place in you where it's all about you, then all these other things will fall in place. We miss it because we're so mindful of the 
things. We're so mindful of the people we think we need. We're so mindful of everything that we've put him on the back burner. Oh, yes, we go to him. Oh, yes, we desire him, but we desire him for what he can give us instead of desiring him for him. That, my brothers and sisters, is where the blessing lies. When you get to that place of desiring him, feel his presence, just to allow him to wrap his loving arms around you, just to know that you know that you know that he is there. He is there every step of the way. He is there in the ups and in the downs. He's there on the mountaintop. He's there in the valley. He's there in the rejoicing. He's there in the pain. That's the place where we need to get to to find our rest in him. That is the place called there. When you come into that place of knowing it's all about you, Lord, it's all about you knowing that wherever this winding road of life carries me, my end to my journey is you. You were in the beginning when you spoke me forth. You're in the ending because that's my eternity. And all of this that I go through in between, is all about the cares and the concerns of others. Because when I get to that place of resting you, when I get to that place of knowing that, God, you got me, then I can be used of you to lead someone else to that place of rest, to lead someone else to that place of security. There's such, there's such peace and security in trusting God. See, we miss it sometimes. You know, we think that, okay, God, you've got to come in on your white horse and you've got to deliver me from this, and you've got to provide that for me. But when we get to that place of, you know what, Lord, if I don't have a meal to eat tomorrow, you will provide for me that peace to sustain me. You will not allow hunger pains to grip me to the place of me losing my mind. See, if I don't have a roof over my head, you will yet provide shelter for me. So we get to that place of just knowing that, okay, God, you're going to provide for me, so, you know, I'm not going to worry about anything. That is a, a great place to be. That's the place that I'm encouraging you to get to. But in the midst of getting to that place, you've got to yet know that God is still God. We don't renounce our God because it does not work the way we think it should. We don't get angry with God and say what we're not going to do anymore because it didn't work the way we had planned. To get to that place called there, we get to a place of security in him no matter what. To that place where Paul was, where you abound and you abase, and in the midst of it all, you yet know God is still God. That is a place of rest. That is that place of there that we're all trying to achieve. And when you get there, there is where the shift in the atmosphere will take place. I just want to pray right now. Hallelujah. 
Father God, I just thank you. I praise you, O oh Lord God, for being a true and a living God, for being a father, for loving us in the midst of it all, for caring for us through it all. Lord, I just worship and adore you. Hallelujah. I lift up my brothers and my sisters within the sound of my voice, Lord, be it live or the archive show. It does not matter because your spirit transcends place and time and locale, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you would minister to their spirits even now, Father God, a greater awakening, a greater awareness of your presence in their lives, a greater understanding of what it means to serve you, a greater peace in the midst of their valley experiences, a greater rejoicing in the midst, hallelujah, of their celebration. Father God, let them come to know you, to truly know you, not just to have lip service where you're concerned, not just to read about you on the pages of the book, but to live with you, to allow you to order their footsteps, oh, Lord God, to allow you to make a way for them. Father God, your word is so precious. You said, Father, in the midst of the desert places, you would cause streams to arise. Lord, some of them are in desert places right now, and they need a fresh stream of your Holy Spirit. They need a fresh infilling, Lord God, of your anointing. They need to be refreshed and revived and renewed in you. Show yourself mighty, O Lord God. You're a God of miracles. You're a God of the right now. Show yourself unto them, Father God. Allow them, Lord, to wrap their arms around the fact and the truth of who you are. Hallelujah. Take them to that place called there, oh God, in you. Take them to that place of rest in you. Take them to that place of surrender in you. Take them to that place of love in you. Those that are seeking for love, in all the wrong places, help them to come to know who you are, to know the love that you possess for each and every one of your children. Help them, Lord God. Help them to get over the hurt and the, the pain and the rejection that they're feeling right now, oh, Lord God, to get to a place, hallelujah, of just wedded bliss in you. We are the bride of Christ, and there is a place that we can get to in you that is a place of euphoria, oh God, a place that in the natural sense and in the physical sense, one can never attain because it is in the spiritual sense, in the spirit realm, that we really can be fulfilled. Oh, hallelujah, prove yourself mighty to them, oh, Lord God. Father, I come in agreement with their needs, Father God, because you're a God not just of the spirit realm, but you're also a God of the natural. You're also a God of the physical, oh, Lord God. And even as Christ ministered spiritual truth to the people, he also provided physical need for their physical needs as well. So, Father God, as I'm praying for their hearts, as I'm praying for their minds, as I'm praying literally for their souls to come into awareness of who you are, oh, Lord God, in that time and space, Lord, I'm also coming in agreement with their needs being met, Father God. 
Some have a need, Lord God, of shelter. Some have a need, Father, of food. Some have a need of provision. Some have a need of deliverance. Some have a need of healing. Some have a need, oh, Lord God, of just seeing you for who you are. Whatever the need, oh, Father, I pray that you would meet it in their lives. And I give you praise for it, Father God. Thank you for being a faithful God. Thank you for being a God that hears us, oh, Lord God. Thank you for availing yourself unto us, Father. And I give you praise for it. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for those, Lord, that are in their season of rejoicing, Father, that in the midst of their rejoicing, they forget not whom their provider is. I thank you, Father, for those that are in their season, Lord God, of winter that have not experienced the joy of of provision yet. But, Father God, as your word decrees and declares that there is a time and a season for everything under the sun, help them to know that their season is at hand. Hallelujah. Seasons come at an appointed time, Father. Each of us are in our own season. And help us, oh God, to recognize what season we are in. Thank you for the teaching on the, the seasons that we're in from Pastor Atkinson, Father God. I just pray, Lord, that you would continue to drop that into the hearts and the minds and the spirits of the people so that they can come into an awareness, oh God, of their season. We need to recognize, Father, the seasons that we're in in life. We need to recognize the seasons that we're in in our relationships. Because in recognizing the season, we can prepare for that season, oh God. So I give you praise. I give you praise on tonight, Father, that in whatever season my sister may be in, whatever season my brother may be in, oh Lord God, you are yet the God of the season. You are yet in control. You yet show yourself mighty in the midst of it. I give you praise. Father, I lift up those that may need healing on tonight, those that may need deliverance on tonight. Thank you, Father, for being a great and a gracious God. I thank you, Father God, for your mercies, reaching out and touching your people even now. I thank you, O oh Lord God, for your your ability never to forget us never to leave us. You said in your word that would a a mother who's nursing her baby forget her baby? That answer is no. How much more that you love us and you never forget us. Sometimes we think you have forgotten us. Sometimes we think you've put us on the shelf. Sometimes we think that you have turned your back on us because of the hurt and the pain and the things that we're going through. But hallelujah. You have a way of showing yourself mighty. So I'm asking you on tonight, Lord God, that any of those that are listening that are going through that season in life, that you would rise up and show yourself mighty in their lives. Manifest to them, O Lord God. And for those, Lord, that are going through a season of loneliness, feeling of of aloneness, O Lord God, Everybody that's alone doesn't feel alone. Some people don't handle being alone well. Some people are literally in a season of loneliness. Lord God, I pray that you would manifest yourself in their lives. Loneliness does not mean being alone. I know of people that are in a season of loneliness and there are people around them all the time. 
but they feel an emptiness in their hearts. And I know that only you can fill that void. Some think that they need a mate. Some think that they need a parent. Some think that they need so many other things to compensate for the the void in their heart when really all they need is you. You will fill the void. You will fill the void. I am a living, breathing testimony to that. You will fill the void. So I thank you, Lord, that you're doing it for them even now. Even now, even now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that as we come to lift you up and to give praise and glory and honor to you, you always have a tendency to turn it around and bless us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your compassion towards your children. Uh, I lift up those I just, just, just dropped in my spirit, those that are in their senior years, oh, Lord God, and they feel that they've missed something. They feel that time has run out on them. Father, I lift them up right now. I decree and declare the renewing of their youth, oh, God, because your word said that you would do that. I decree and declare, Lord God, that they will recognize their self-worth even at the golden age of life, oh, God, that you will still yet use them even now that you still yet have a plan and a purpose for their lives. And I thank you for that, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you've not forgotten them. I thank you that you are manifesting your love in their lives even now. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you just, you are so faithful. You just do never forget your children, no matter what age, whether they're just coming into the world or whether they're, In that last season of life, you still never forget your children. And I'm so grateful to you for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your grace and your mercy, your love and your faithfulness. I give you praise. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, your son, Jesus the Christ, I decree that it is so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is a great and mighty God with wonders to behold. And, you know, tonight was supposed to be the continuation of a, of a message that I started ministering the last time I met with you guys. And that message was dealing with um, our enemies and, and how we deal with our enemies. But God just kind of took us in a different direction. And we will pick that back up. Well, next Monday night, I know tonight is Tuesday night, but prayer, praise, and the word of God normally airs on Monday night. I am so grateful to God to be back on the air with you. I've had so many different things going on in life um, over these past few weeks that has just kind of pulled me away from the broadcast for a little while. But I thank and praise God that uh, my testimony tonight is I have relocated. I am no longer in Las Vegas. I am now in the Atlanta area. Um, and God is has was just wow, <laughs> just incredible in the transition and in the move. Um, he just provided awesome blessings along the way. You know, we have a, a beautiful home that He transitioned us to, and and even a vehicle. I had not had a vehicle of my own um, since 2010. Since 2010. 
but yet God was faithful in the midst of it. Wherever we needed to go, we always had a ride to go. Um, I had other vehicles that people availed to me, my daughter and my girlfriend, Miss um, Grace in New Jersey. I could use her car when we were there and in Las Vegas. My daughter made her car available to us. And, you know, and God, like I said, God was faithful. And this is why I wanted to give this testimony tonight on this last uh, part of the show of the faithfulness of God in the midst of situations. We have walked through some things over these past four or five years that would probably make some people just kind of throw up both their hands and say, you know what, I quit. But God proved to be so faithful in the midst of it. Um, From not having our own home to live in, to living with people, to um, just walking through some some valley experiences, just going through some some deep, deep, deep stuff, you know. But it, it's funny, and I chuckle about it looking back over these past few years, because in hindsight, though in the natural it would seem like, oh my God, it was just so much, but in hindsight. I look at how God carried us through and how God provided for us, and all I can do is give him praise because in the midst, see, this is what I'm trying to get to your spirit is that things don't always work out the way we would plan and intend for them to, but in the midst of no matter what it is that you're walking through, to know that God was walking with you this past, uh, we moved here, I guess, two weeks ago, and in coming, as I said, God provided a home. We now have our own vehicle again, um, and things that had been stored. We had all of our belongings in storage for the past four years, since 2010, literally for four years, we've had our belongings in storage. This is what I'm saying, the faithfulness of God. We did not lose them. We now have our stuff, <laughs> you know, and it, it's like, it's just stuff. It, it's, as I was looking through stuff, I was like, oh, my God, it's like, I got boxes on top of boxes on top of boxes of pack, but in the midst of it, a lot of the stuff that I'll be going through and I'll be throwing away because what was important in four years ago, paper-wise, is not important now. It's lost its, its usefulness. But at the same time, there were so many different sentimental things, all of the pictures of my children growing up and just, you know, sentimental things that you acquire over the years and things that belong to my mother and, you know, um, things that were, were important to me that I did not want to lose. God kept his faithfulness and has now restored these things unto me. So it's a time and it's a season of restoration, and I know that, and I recognize that in my life. And I'm grateful, I'm grateful, as a, grateful as I am to God for all that he has done for us over these past few weeks, I'm more grateful to him for his keeping power over these last few years. You see, you get to that place of, Lord, I thank you, I thank you that you've shown yourself mighty, you have provided, but the provision was the greatness of him carrying us through all of these situations over these years. See, you you have to understand and recognize 
where the faithfulness of God lies. Yes, I'm so thankful for what he has done, but my testimony tonight is how he has kept me, how he has carried us, and how he has provided for us in the midst of the valley experience. Now, I know my season, and I know I'm in a season now of of another mountaintop experience. I know that I'm in a season of spring, and, and things are springing forth. I know the hand of God on my life, and I can sense the, the things that are at hand, that are tangibly at hand, that he's at work in. But I'm so, so grateful of how he's proven himself mighty in the valley in the things that I've had to walk through. So I invite you guys not to miss what God is doing, even in the midst of those darkened hours, even in the midst of those times where it feels like, oh, my God, will this ever end? No, don't just give up and and sing the woe is me song to see the faithfulness of God in the midst of the valley. Understand the faithfulness of God in what you're walking through right now. Because if it has not been for the Lord who is on your side, you know all too well there is no way you would still be standing. There is no way that you could have made it, even where you're at now. And please know the faithfulness of God. He is going to see you all the way through, all the way So we decree and declare on tonight that the devil is a liar, and hallelujah, the truth is not in him, and we will not buy into the lie that you're not going to make it. But the truth is God has already made provision and a way out. And as you're walking through these different valleys and pitfalls of life, please, 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 please to give glory and honor to your Father who's carrying you through. See, I just came through a footprints experience where there was only one footprint in the sand. Why? Because he was carrying me? I've walked that walk so I can encourage others on tonight to know, to know that you know that you know that you know that even in the midst of the dark days, even in the midst of the the valley experiences that God is yet faithful. God is yet there. It grieves me when I hear people say they can't trust God or I don't even know if God is really there or if he really hears me or if he really cares. That grieves my heart so badly because I want to just scream at my lungs that don't you realize if he wasn't there, you could not stand? Don't you realize that if he wasn't there, you would not even be able to go through what you're dealing with? But I, I, I also understand that everybody does not walk the same walk and everybody does not experience the same experience. And so we have to be mindful and patient with those that may not have developed that trust in God on the level that some of us have. I had a conversation with a um, a dear friend of mine this week, and he was saying as as we were sharing, and he had saw part of my testimony on, on a post that I had posted on Facebook, and he was just saying, you know, that he looks at my life and he looks at it in awe, so to speak, that I 
have the faith and the trust in God that I have. And I, on the hand, said, you know, I have to tell you that what you're saying kind of confuses me and concerns me because, see, for me, I think this is the norm. I think that everybody has just, you know, gotten to a place in God where it's like, you know what, God, I don't have a choice in this manner. It's about you. So my choice is I choose not to have a choice. Um, I choose you. I'm just above it all. No matter what is going on, I yet choose you. And I, I, in my naivety from time to time, feel like, okay, if you're professing that God is your source and you love him and you're walking with him, I just assume that everybody has made the same choice. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, well, this is just the norm. This is what it is, and we just keep going. And sometimes it, it, it brings a little chuckle when people remind me that everybody is not walking the same walk you're walking and everybody has not made the same choices that you've made. So sometimes I have to step back and say, okay, God gives me insight into how to address people and to relate to people, you know, because people within the church think, I am strange sometimes, and sometimes that baffles me because I just automatically think, as I said, we all walk in the same walk, aren't we? And truth be told, no, we are not. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, I know people look at me strange sometimes, and they're just like, you know, you woo-woo, spooky, spiritual, and all these different things, and and that can be farther from the truth. I am woo-woo, spooky, in love. Okay, and I love God with every fiber of my being. That is my testimony. And I love him because of how he loves me. I can't even take credit in my love for him because if it were not for his love for me, I would not have the capacity within my heart to love him the way that I do. So I pray tonight as we're running out of time that you would all come into a knowledge of his love and come into a place where you open up your heart and allow him to pour himself into you so that you can understand the greatness and the glory of serving him. It is an awesome, awesome thing. Well, hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The hour has passed and we are out of time. But I just want to encourage you on tonight to love him and to allow him to love you through it all, to allow him to stand in you. I had hoped to have some testimonies from others shared tonight, but I guess God had it in his heart and mind just to allow me to share with you. And I pray that my sharing with you has been a blessing to you. So join me next Monday night. We are back on track. Praise be unto God for prayer, praise, and the word of God. Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Pacific. I love you with the love of Christ. Be blessed. Be blessed. And Lord willing, we will be here with you again next Monday night. God bless you.
Every change. 